0: Welcome to Where Is My Mind. This is Chevy here on my podcast. This little amateur piece of crap that I have going on here. But hell knows I'm trying. Um, This episode here is a unique one that I made a short of, like a semi-short. Basically, I'm trying to show what the flaws in modern therapy are. Especially in the current L um, licensed, uh, licensed clinical social worker LCSW issues, um, either they're not trained enough or they're not paid enough to care. Um, why are they not addressing the root cause of our issues? Why are our issues attempted to be dealt with by professionals that do not address the source of the issue? And I give an example on that. So please, I enjoy your listenership, I appreciate it. Uh, if you can stick it out through the whole thing, you'll see what my ultimate goal is here in this, um, I hate to call it a lesson in this lecture of mine. The lecture is gonna be subjective, but give it a shot. Um, this is Chevy here on Where's My Mind. Check it out, guys. Over and out. Here we go. So I had a very busy day today and that's not a problem usually. I spent time with a friend. I did some errands. I had two telehealth Zoom appointments. One with my psychiatrist, which many people do not know is your medicine management doctor. Psychiatrist is not there for therapy. They're there to prescribe medicines. I also had one with my therapist. My therapist is a licensed clinical social worker, LCSW. But I'd like to say that he's more of a psychologist with the um, LCSW label to accept insurance. That's my theory. <clears throat> so I handled today fairly well. Um, at the end of my shift, though, I had an issue. Right at the end. I was told that I had done something wrong, in their eyes, by an authoritative female figure. Okay, what's wrong with that? Well, any therapist normally these days would say, what do we do to move forward? Now, it's hard to address this subject, but every issue we have, I believe that most issues we have are the result of what happened before, what happened when we were young, teenage years, even the impressionable early 20s. I think that these years is a subject most often unfortunately ignored by modern therapists and psychiatrists, etc. So, <clears throat> just now, once the, um, the, the, hustle and bustle cleared out of my apartment from people wanting to spend time and some weed, whatever, so, I started watching a video on YouTube by Dr. Gabor Mate. If anybody's heard of him, he is a very famous uh, mental health expert. Um, definitely better than fucking Jordan Peterson. He's a piece of shit. But Gabor Mate, this Hungarian guy, he, 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 seems, he seems to know what's up. So I have been through therapy since I was a child. I have been through therapy starting at age eight, family therapy. And then on into middle school, um, my mother kind of forced me into it. Mostly psychiatry, medicine management. And in high school, I had my own first therapist one-on-one. Off and on, I've had them my entire life. Um, right now, like I said, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a very good therapist. But nonetheless, with all therapy, and this includes addiction treatment especially, the issues we have, why do we react this way? Why are we addicted? Why... <clears throat> Why do we shut down? Why do we dissociate? Why do we have trauma responses and triggers? Because something happened in our past. And I recently read the Social Workers basically uh, Cultural Standards NASWC Cultural Standards This is the old 2003 edition, but this is what I found. And nothing here says to find the source of the issue. I don't plan on making this very long. I plan on doing some shorts for here on from here on out. We'll, we'll see how I feel. My mood changes, as with anybody with a borderline. Uh, our mood changes as we go, so... One thing I noticed, I had a therapist for three years at a more commercial um, mental health facility. It is like the Walmart of such in my county. and And so, I've been seeing this guy for three years. I discharged. I left. And not only two months later did I start with, again with a new, also a new old therapist who seems to know his shit. So, out of three years, I was told this therapist, mind you, I want to say that I had a severe alcohol addiction. I've come a long ways, I'm not going to go into, into the details, but so my therapist was convinced that I could only address my issues if I stopped drinking for one month. Okay, that seems to be somewhat reasonable. But, to get me to stop my drinking, I, I was expected to go, to go cold turkey with no resources, no support, nothing to um, replace that addiction, nothing to ease it, and yet it was never addressed what caused me to drink. Now, I know what caused me to drink. I know why I began drinking. Before this certain event in 2013, I had barely drank a drop. Like, I'd be like a pint every once a month, baby, and it last me two weeks. <laughs> it, was, it was pathetic and admirable. So, what here is that, my point here is that, people, these therapists these days, expect to address the cause and how to move forward. That's great, how to move forward. But for the individual, is it not exceedingly difficult to move forward without knowing the root cause? So everything we do, a great, a great example is addicts. So, somebody is addicted to heroin or fentanyl. Um, I've been there a way long ago in the past, I get it. So, to some extent. Um, so it's like, most people I have met, I met a lot of them that are addicted to heroin, they're damaged, they're internally damaged. They had an absent father, an abusive mother, maybe um, they are lucky for both parents. Maybe their cousin raped them. I went deep here. Something happened that they don't want to face, and it caused mostly a um, confidence issue, and a self-esteem issue, and a issue with socializing, a general awkwardness about them. This is not just me. This is people I've met too, okay? Somewhat me, but most people I've met. So... Why do you know addiction therapists, addiction counselors, and licensed clinical social workers address the underlying issues that caused the addiction or the current issue in the first place. What event or events caused that? I think that modern therapy is flawed. I think that um, they want you to recognize the problem without figuring out how to solve it and therefore you probably will keep going back to therapy. Maybe it's like a, um, the cell phone shit, where like um, you get a cell phone and it works great and you advance yourself and going further and then it breaks and you have to restart all over again. But you never, hold on. So the point here is that, uh, sorry for the break there. Out of all the therapy I've had, even with my best therapist, I was always the one, if at all, to bring up root causes, childhood issues. It could be parents, it could be years of systematic bullying by your peers. So what caused a personality disorder? a personality disorder such as bipolar, uh, is a mood disorder, okay, schizophrenia, uh, what caused borderline, what caused histrionic, what caused narcissistic personality disorder, what caused addiction to speed or opiates or maybe even benzos, which decrease anxiety. What, what caused an anxiety disorder? Why do people have social anxiety? Why do people suffer from depression every day? Dot, 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 dot. All of these things have a root cause. They didn't come out of nowhere. None of these severe adult life challenges come out of nowhere. So the point is that therapy is flawed because they do not address the root cause. They're not taught to, only psychologists do. A true psychologist does not take Medicaid, they do not take work insurance, they are extremely hard to get and Something here is wrong in our mental health system. A brief pause there to think and elaborate and um, to think so I may elaborate that I want to talk about generational issues. So, Millennials, my generation, along with many Generation X people, our parents were not as abusive as theirs were. It definitely existed. But maybe we were taught more to repress. So, I think of the Generation Xers and older Millennials as the repressed generation that had so many emotions that they weren't beaten for, oh, I hope, <laughs> um, but they were chastised for. Um, some of us had good parents. Uh, good is as, as, as subjective. Some of us had more understanding parents. And now look at the next generation, Generation Z why are they the way they are one there are inherited issues like mental issues that come down so as a child the um millennial might have felt that his emotions and feelings didn't matter but yet he still had them um i believe that generations before that had less emotions so as, as we go as we become more emotional okay Millennials are told that we shouldn't have them So that feeling of being repressed That feeling of not being heard um, Anxiety, mostly Depression was passed down to the next generation Our kids' generation C, and now we ourselves are It's proven, we we are more prone To um, admit about our emotions And talk about psychological things with our children And accept that the human brain Is a functioning fucking organ And that it's complex And that the things that happen in it are real And we have to accept them So, having the damage done, yet the ability to address these issues in a more productive and logical way, Gen Z, come on guys, um, is something that is new to society, and I hope it gets better, but therapy, I want to say, is very important. I'm not so sure about this BetterHelp shit. They're very commercial. They advertise everywhere. I would not go to your commercial therapist. <coughs> I'm not promoting. I, I'm not sponsoring or anything. I'm just saying that PsychologyToday.com, PsychologyToday.com, is where I found my therapist. And uh, you can. There are other websites too. There are many websites where you can sort. There are many websites where you can sort through therapists based on your insurance, your exact emotional, psychological need, male or female preference, I myself require a male therapist because I just don't feel comfortable with a woman. It's rare, it's happened, but it's very rare. Hit or miss, a 90-10 ratio. So it's like, therapy is so important and we benefit from it, but I'm not going to lie, I'm not perfect, but I'm not going to lie, a lot of my knowledge comes from self-therapy. I basically did dialectical behavioral therapy on myself. I know that sounds like I'm too my own fucking I kind of am, but, like, I used to be a fucking nutcase, all right? I used to be, I swear, I swear, but I used to be insane. I used to not be okay. And, um, so I, I did so much self-therapy on myself. I figured out what my disorder is while well, I was diagnosed by my current therapist prior. And I figured out the symptoms, the triggers. I thought a lot, figured out my own triggers. Either way, the point is that in order to truly understand it, we have to figure out the root cause. I'm just going to say that I have not, there's a period of time, about two months, where I did not speak one word to my my mother. I'm stuttering now. I did not talk to my mom for over 60 to 90 days. I have forgiven her. It wasn't that bad, right? Um, But I've heard worse. (laughs) It It is a lot worse. But the thing is that those bullies in elementary school I'll probably never forgive them. We have all this unresolved hurt, this trauma, this unresolved pain that is not being addressed by modern-day therapists and psychiatrists. And I've noticed that it's only discussed when I bring it up, which is a good thing that I do, it's when I bring it up, but the question is, if they have so many questions, if if they apparently have answers, why do they not ask the most important, prominent questions? Why does a therapist try to heal you without figuring out what the damage to begin with? So let's say a, um, an office. A computer glitches malfunctions and breaks the fuck down. Now what are they going to do? If they're not going to junk it, they're probably going to send it to a computer repairman. Now so that repairman is going to figure out what caused the damage in the first place. Was it a virus? Was it water damage? The, the repairman is going to figure out, hey, this is your issue. Now I fix it, right? So, like, it's as simple as that, man. It's as simple as modern mechanics. You figure out the source of the issue before you attempt to solve it. Otherwise, you're solving blindly. You're seeing the issue, but not the damage. Not the damage. I'm living at this. Um, Well, one more thought. Basically, specifically addiction. So, most people get addicted to drugs as an escape. They, think, they don't think, oh, one day, oh, I want to be addicted to this substance to be high all the time. They feel the high from the first, second, third time, and they think, oh, my God, I can escape all this pain. I can be social. I can um, uh, forget life. I can um, take care of my kid. I know it sounds horrible, but it's happened. Uh, I, I can do all these things that normal people can do that I can't because my brain is not work right like other people's do. My brain is a bit tweaked. My brain is a bit touched, okay, and so these drugs enable them to focus their thoughts, maybe calm down, or maybe get motivation to do the things that normal people do every day. And so using these drugs, people think, oh, they're just somatics getting high. These are people trying to function normally. You do, and they can't. I was there. I have been there many times, and sometimes I fucked up pretty bad, but. Addiction is mostly because of a damage that was caused in their earlier years of childhood that they are now trying to correct without fully knowing what it is. And if they had a therapist that could delve into the deep so I I hate to quote Sigmund Freud, but that cliche thing, so tell me about Shomasa. Tell me about Tell me about your mom. Basically, tell me about before the age of eleven. What happened in those Elementary school years that made such a massive impact on your brain. Now you as an individual, whoever's listening to this, you as an individual, you can think. You can think what happened when I was in second grade, third grade, maybe when I was five or four. These are hard memories to come by. But since I started doing my own therapy, I have uncovered so many repressed memories. It it hurt and like it was scary and embarrassing and It's something that I don't want to think about, but it made me realize what caused me to be this way. And if I can say, I have been acting this way, which is not okay, because X, Y, and Z happened to me in my younger and more impressionable years, then I might be able to contradict it and deal with, not solve, but work with my trauma and act more accordingly, act more presentable, because I know the source of my trauma, therefore I know my triggers. I am not a professional. I am not a fucking psychologist or psychiatrist or anything. I am just a random ass raccoon named Chevy. I'm broadcasting from my shitty little computer stand in my tiny little apartment. And I'm, you know what? I fucking love my life. So far. Let's hope anything bad happens, right? I love my life and I hope you love yours. And the thing is that I have realized my traumas, I realized who've done them to me, what I've done. Those who have done me wrong that caused trauma, I forgive them. I forgive you. I forgive him, I forgive her. Because it's in the past. In The Lion King, Rafiki bats Simba on the head with this little fucking stick thingy. And he says, Simba says, Ow, what'd you do that for? And Rafiki says, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. How fucking prolific. That quote has always stuck with me. Even as a child. What happened in the past cannot be changed. All that matters is what you do in the present to affect your future. Live in the present. Aim towards the future, but don't think about it. Don't, don't obsess over the future. That's anxiety right there. So realize what the past was. Know the past. Have knowledge of it. And work on it, for lack of better terms, um, in the present. And progress into the future. Ask your mom. Ask your uncle. Ask your fucking older brother or sister. Did something bad happen to me? See, I feel this way every day. I don't know why. Ask your fucking therapist to see what they say. Most of them shy away from the topic, trust me. End of story. Less than 20 minutes. Oh my God, it's a fucking miracle. Maybe somebody will actually listen to the whole thing for once. Thank you all for whoever listened to this. I know I have a few followers, um, both personal and um, just through um, digital media. And I thank you. I want to say I appreciate all of your listenership. I don't have much, and that I do, I'm grateful for. I'm be modest here. I don't have as much of re- listeners as, as many others do. Maybe I don't deserve it. I'm a pretty amateur podcast. This is Chevy Coon, a.k.a. Brian, which I hate to go by, so call me Chevy. On Where's My Mind? Broadcasting from me and my shitty computer desk. The best domain, Chevy Coon. Where's My Mind? Anchor.fm slash Dr. Chevy D-R-S-H-E-V-Y Over and out. Wee. So the takeaway here, the takeaway here is simple. Basically, those of you in therapy, and if you're not, I, if you need this podcast, maybe you might benefit from it. If you choose to be in therapy, it's a choice. Then maybe you should ask your therapist, like, you know, hey, um, you haven't asked me about my uh, childhood yet or my root causes or my parents um, or the uh, people I went to school with. Um, maybe you should talk about these things with me. And then stop there and leave them to come up with a question or a statement based on that because they should have asked you this by now that should be one of the first things they ask about after they discover what your issue is or what the things you're struggling with are issues a bad term what you're struggling with um they should ask questions about your younger years to make uh some kind of formulation on what developed this um struggle you have so the fact that they are often not doing that, unless you have like a really nice shrink, a really expensive one, you come from a wealthy family. Uh-huh. I know a lot of us don't out here in Maine. And um, maybe you should address that. And if your therapist can't help you with that, I I, I fired him. I, I discharged. And I found a new one. Um, and I found this shit out myself. I found this shit out myself after discharging my three-year therapist. He never once addressed it. And I noticed that Throughout my life, no therapist ever really did. And that really irked me. So think about your childhood. And uh, if you do a lot of self-help like I did, self-therapy research, whatever, I unlocked a lot of repressed memories. And maybe your brain can be strong enough to do it too. Um, Find out your potential and find out why you are the way you are. Whether it's good or bad or neutral. Why we are, simply put, any judgment, the way we are. Chevy Kuhn, where is my mind? Anchor.fm slash D-R-S-H-E-V-V-Y. And please, if you have any questions to ask me, I'm not a professional, but I usually offer some pretty damn good advice, and I love content material to work with. If you have any advice for me, some content for me to work with here, email me, Chevy. once again, D-R-S-H-E-V-V-Y at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Chevy Coon, broadcasting from my shitty little studio, over and out.